0: Thanks so much for
1: joining us today. I'm very excited about my next guest. He's Tom Gibson from the Gibson Company here in Newport Beach, California. And Tom and his company specialize in commercial real estate brokerage and consulting. And we're going to talk about disrupting the broker paradigm, how to achieve better transition outcomes, or excuse me, transaction outcomes and gain more time to focus on your business. Very important topic. Tom, welcome to the show and thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks, Bill. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to be with you.
1: My pleasure. We were we were together in a meeting not too long ago, I think 24 hours ago, and it's great to have you on the show, and I've been uh, wanting to ask you so many questions, so I'm happy to have you on here. Tell us a little bit about you and your background, and how did you start the Gibson Company?
2: Well, uh, my uh, career, my professional career, has been um, entirely uh, in commercial industrial real estate now about, I uh, hate to admit it, but about 40 years. And it really started when I was at college. I attended Dartmouth and was a, a handful of uh, among a handful of students uh, majoring in classical archaeology. So back then, I wanted to be Indiana Jones before uh, there even was an Indiana Jones. And <laughs> in my course of study, what uh, always intrigued me was uh, ancient civilizations with techniques for uh, building uh, urban areas, so housing, uh, places of worship, uh, stores, and whatnot. And so that uh, I realized that that uh, going on and becoming an archaeologist probably wasn't in the stars. But I thought, what's the next best thing? And uh, real estate was what came to mind. So I ended up in Boston and got a job as a real estate broker with uh, an industrial uh, real estate brokerage firm. And like most brokers in the early days, I started um, uh, the sales process soliciting for listings for properties for sale and for lease. And that was the, the way you got your name out there and you found business. And through those efforts, once you got a listing, the next... Uh, thing that would happen is hopefully you would start to get introduced to business owners and business executives whose companies had a need for space, either for lease or to purchase. And so that uh, in that um, regard, I began to get exposed to different types of businesses. And I know your listeners and your clients as well come in all shapes and sizes and all types of industries. And that was what really interested me was how people uh, have built businesses, how they've succeeded, how some, you know, don't succeed, but what makes each business unique and therein what makes the real estate they occupy Either a help or a hindrance for that business. So that was how I I got started in this.
1: Yeah, re- real estate is a huge part of a business's uh, P and L or balance sheet, depending on what how you look at it. Because uh, it's it's I've heard it's uh, usually the second biggest expense a business might have um, uh, on their after you know after their cost of goods sold uh, and their employee costs um and people make mistakes all the time so what are some of the common mistakes that tenants landlords and sellers make when hiring a broker
2: well um the um the, the first thing i i would say it it comes down to a concept of competitive bidding. And this is something that's at the core of my business, and I think we can talk about uh, maybe a little more as as we go on. But competitive bidding is the process of identifying several different alternatives uh, for uh, a decision-making process. And as it relates to hiring a broker, one of the things I often see is that you know people are swayed by the person that's maybe been the most persistent, calling them, sending them flyers. Uh, maybe it happens to be a neighbor. Maybe it happens to be a relative. And invariably, you know, as you know, you just mentioned. Uh, The cost of real estate on a a P&L is typically the second highest only to payroll for companies. So oftentimes people innocently are making uh, decisions concerning large amounts of money that they haven't fully vetted uh, the person they're going to be working with. So uh, that's one of the the things I always recommend. And actually, as my business has evolved, one of the areas where I'm helping clients today.
1: So they're not vetting people properly. How do they go about? What what are some techniques they might use to vet uh, a commercial broker, Tom?
2: Well, uh, that really <laughs> leads into to where my business is today uh which uh Gibson company which I started now 18 years ago specializing in tenant representation and corporate real estate consulting and in that uh in that regard I was the broker helping clients but more recently I have evolved into a role as more of a uh real estate director uh for my clients so in this case Uh, You know the listeners of the show probably are business owners or business executives, and from time to time they um, have uh, you know real estate needs. And so where I now distinguish myself is I come alongside them, and rather than raising my hand saying hire me, I'm I'm the broker for you. What I do is I say I'm offering a service. I will help you, irrespective of who's been contacting you, soliciting your business. I'll help you identify the top two to four brokers that in in the marketplace are the best for the type of product that you want, whether it's uh, office, whether it's industrial, whether it's multi-tenant, single-tenant, in what location, is it a lease, is it a purchase? And so I'll do that due diligence for them and then help them through the decision-making process. So that's where I can add real value to clients today.
1: Okay, and just give our listeners a sense, how specialized is the commercial brokerage business? Are there are there uh, different uh, specialists by types of buildings, types of industries uh, representing buyers or sellers, or how specialized is it?
2: Well, um, the, it's a mixed answer to that question. There are some brokers that are highly specialized in certain disciplines. Uh, some brokers that only work with professional service firms. There's one uh, uh, they they merged their business not long ago, but they uh, build themselves as the uh, most successful tenant rep firm for law firms in Southern California. And mm-hmm. so they really tended to specialize purely in that. There are industrial brokers that uh specialize in marketing buildings for developers who develop spaces so So you do find at sort of the elite level, there are those real estate professionals that do specialize, but then you have this this mass of other brokers that are in the market. That are really generalists that are just looking for the next transaction, and they don't really discern, you know, what what uh, type product type it comes in, or whether it's a lease or a purchase, or representing a landlord or a tenant, a seller, a buyer, and so it's a, a little bit of a mixed bag.
1: So, as you with your years of experience, do you find that a lot of brokers that owe a fiduciary duty to the client? Um, aren't necessarily aligned with the client's interests.
2: Well, uh, and that's a great question uh, because if if what people should understand is uh, that brokers uh, being licensed and, and typically by the state. So California has what formerly was the Department of Real Estate now the Bureau of Real Estate and brokers are licensed and one of the major tenets of uh, of real estate licensing law is the fiduciary responsibility that brokers owe to principals in a transaction, so do their clients. Um, Now, having said that, the broker's interest, and, and for this I'll diverge for just a minute and take you back to Watergate days because this is is relevant to the answer to the question. Uh, mm-hmm. And Bob Woodward was one of the young reporters and he had this inside contact deep throat who advised him, follow the money. And, and uh, the best way I can answer that is the broker's interest You know, brokers are in business to get paid, and so basically they're going to collect a commission on whatever the transaction is. So really what they have is time. So the faster the broker can help the client identify the property that is of interest to the client, the faster the broker can get the offer, the faster the broker can get the transaction done, the better it is for the broker. Now that isn't necessarily bad for the broker's client because it may be that there's a tight time frame they have to get it done but the client's best interest has to do with being very careful, very thorough, doing the due diligence, analyzing the numbers and and it too often I see cases where brokers just don't do that for their clients. Now you could say well that's not being a good steward of you know the the client relationship and maybe the fiduciary duty isn't there but it's it uh it's just unfortunately how the business has evolved over time
1: mhm well,
2: it's good to know that there's somebody that
1: that can point people in the right direction um like your business. And how do you see this commercial real estate brokerage business changing in the future, Tom?
2: Well, my view is that the begin- the business today is becoming increasingly competitive. And unfortunately, that also translates into being less lucrative for the people that are involved. And that's that's really come from a couple of different factors. The business has become oversaturated with brokers, uh, new people coming into the business that are enamored by what they think a, a, a broker's um business life to be. And I and I think that should resonate with the listeners today. When I say oversaturated, I, I would suspect that most of uh, your listeners and, and your clients, business owners, are getting two, three, four calls a week from brokers that are trying to solicit for their business. So you can tell there are a lot of people out there that are extremely hungry that are uh, going for that business. And then conversely, we have a situation because We've been through a rough economic period over the past several years. It's obviously getting better today, but businesses have made shorter-term decisions if they're doing leases rather than in the past when they might have done a five, seven, or ten-year lease. They might do a a one-year, a two-year, maybe a three-year lease. Companies have tended to downsize, so they're occupying less space and they've tried to reduce cost. And all of those factors translate into a lower transaction value, which is the basis by which mm-hmm. brokers get paid. So um, it's uh, uh, it's just a situation that I think for some time to come, that's what we're going to see.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're
2: going to have to work harder to get those listings, and there'll be
1: there'll be less durations on their on those leases and things along those lines so uh tom so right. you you told yeah. me at one point uh, the the reasoning behind why you started gibson company was because a client wanted to work with you but uh you you wanted you thought you could be more value helping them find the right professionals out there is that right did i get that right
2: yes yes and and i i would um say with that statement this is Predominantly for larger size transactions and larger mm-hmm. anything in excess of a million dollars, because of the the way compensation structures are done, it it probably doesn't make sense for smaller uh, size transactions. And to and to put that into a relative size, it probably means ten thousand square feet or more uh, is where this comes into play.
1: Perfect. Okay. So if people if people out there are looking for um, someone who can help them make sense out of the fray of of brokers out there and find the right the right people. You know, one person you can work with to point you in the right direction and be on your side of the table to assist you finding the right people to help those transactions happen. It would be Tom Gibson. And Tom, how do our listeners get in touch with you?
2: So uh, Gibson Company is on the on the web at www.gibsoncompany.com. Uh, They can email to info at gibsoncompany.com, and by phone, uh, the um, number locally is 949-253-0600.
1: And and I'll tell our listeners, if I could, just uh, that you're a member of a group called ProVisors, which is a, an extremely large group of well-networked advisors here in Southern California, Northern California and Boston areas. So if you need somebody in and around the industry uh, or if you're a business owner and you need someone who uh, can help you with your real estate and also refer you to other professionals who can help you, Tom's your man. Tom, Tom is well-connected in that regard, uh, Tom. And uh, thank you so much for coming onto the, the show. And can people get in touch with you and just kind of, Ask you some questions and, and feel it out with you before do they have to before they uh, engage?
2: Absolutely, I'm I'm more than happy to do that and uh, available as you said uh, as well. If people have other disciplines that need to be involved, uh, happy to help make those connections as well. So uh, feel free, and uh, I enjoy working with people and helping them solve uh, even simple as well as complex real estate. Uh, problems.
1: Well, today we we learned we learned more about the the representation process that that Tom provides to help you find Uh, the right people that can get you into the right building or right situations. Tom, I'd love to have you back on another time and we can talk more about some of the nuts and bolts of what they should be looking for uh, beyond that in their their transactions and when they're searching for their real estate. So, hope you'll come back on at another time in the future and it's been a lot of fun having you on the show today. Thanks for joining us.
2: I'd look forward to that. Thanks, Bill. We're
1: going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. Please stay with us.
0: Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today.